0: Hey all today we want to talk about the power of calling it quits. This originated from a Facebook post that I saw from someone entering the year 2022 where they realized, you know what, there were certain things in their life that they were ready to call it quits, but that didn't mean they were a quitter. So we're going to dive into why that might be and how it could, well, what it could mean for you. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever.
1: The question becomes: how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time?
0: Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle.
1: And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms podcast.
0: Hey all, so I already kind of mentioned in the beginning that I saw a Facebook post about someone who was quitting, quote unquote, like in quotes, quitting certain things in her life and her business and entering into 2022. And she wanted everybody to know, one, the things that weren't going to be around anymore. And things like she was stepping away from a role at work. She was quitting a podcast she was doing or doing a, a smaller schedule to allow for some other things and she wanted to share her trug- you know troubles and struggles that she felt like she couldn't do this stuff sooner because she felt like a quitter
1: yeah, and I think a lot of us struggle with that, especially a lot of people our age, <laughs> because <laughs> we grew up in the kind of idea of, like, never give up, never quit. Um, I know people make fun of it now, but I think everybody had the poster in their school that said something about, like, shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you land among the stars, or something like that. Um, and so, it. like, yeah, so, they like, all of... It. Yes. So I think all of us kind of were raised with this idea of you don't quit. You don't give up. If you say you're going to do something, you're just kind of stuck doing it.
0: (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is, and I don't know where my three-year-old heard it, but last night he kind of um, got in trouble because he threw a toy. So he had to come sit by us on the couch and he was upset. And all of a sudden he goes, like he's wiping his tears and he's like, never give up. Oh, I, like, I don't know what that means, but it's adorable. But yeah, what, what, what's that? What? <laughs> Never give
1: up. Oh,
0: goodness. But yes. he was so determined, like you believed him.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, we see it. I see it in my kids shows, um, especially when they were younger, and they were in the shows, you know, like the Daniel Tiger type shows that were kind of teaching mm-hmm. the little life lessons, or it's like, don't give up, You're like, keep trying, keep going, no matter what, and like, which is good and it's a good lesson but you know as we're going to talk about today there's also a power in quitting and stopping and stepping away from things as well
0: yeah and I don't I I think that in our minds we consider it quitting but the truth is just letting it go
1: yeah and it's more like prioritizing
0: yeah it can be a mindset thing right Mm -hmm. like I'm Stepping away from something, I don't have to, in my mind, I don't have to say I'm quitting it because that has some sort of negative emotion attached to it. Because like you said, growing up, we were always taught never give up. Yep. But now it's like, what? where's the poster that says, if you say no, (laughs) (laughs) if you say no to something, you're saying yes to everything else. Yes.
1: Yeah, and they don't want to
0: teach that to kids.
1: It's funny you say that because I've started seeing little posts like that popping up in Facebook groups of people, especially of moms Mm -hmm. our age, where they will say, like, if I'm saying no to this, I'm saying yes to something else, or if I'm saying yes to this, I have to say no to something else. So I think that lesson of like never quitting is kind of starting to fade out a little bit Of us, where we're realizing that it's not really sustainable.
0: Or maybe it's a life stage thing. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? We should talk to our moms, find out like, is it when you are a mom or when you hit in your 30s that your life perspective starts to change and you realize, okay, my 20s and earlier was the never give up phase. And now it's (laughs) the, now I get to mold, like, shape the life I want phase. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, I can say for a hundred percent certain that realizing that you are real close to 40 has a big impact on <laughs> how you approach life because you definitely go from the mindset of I can do whatever I want. I can be whoever I want to. Oh, no, if I'm going to do something or be something, I need to hurry up and do it. <laughs> and I am not young anymore.
0: It's <laughs> not only that my sister-in-law is 39. She turns 40 this year. Her doctor actually told her that if she plans on losing any weight, this is the year. Because once you hit 40, your metabolism, it's really hard. It's like a lot harder to lose weight. And I'm thinking even the doctor is saying (laughs) life just magically switches when you turn 40.
1: Yep. Yep. Hurry up and do that thing because you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. I've i've been thinking about that a lot too because it's also you know like you said with your body you start to realize like oh if i'm gonna do i mean not that there aren't older people that do like marathons and stuff but for mm-hmm. most of us if we're gonna do it we need to do it before our body starts giving my body's already starting to give out but
0: yeah you know. i think my <laughs> mind's giving out before my body <laughs> another oreo yes please okay <laughs> So we kind of touched on it already, but it's just this idea that if we are calling it quits for something, that saying no allows us this space to say yes to something else. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. It I think, and I, I feel like, I, I can't remember if Angela and I are the ones that talked about this before, but just the idea that generationally earlier generations they got a job and then they you know they were there for 35 40 years yeah they stay you
1: retire and you get that gold watch and then you move on
0: there you go (laughs) and nowadays there's so many opportunities everybody's like almost in analysis paralysis yes because there's opportunity overwhelm and you can choose what you want. If what you're doing right now is not lighting you up or serving you, you can say no and move on to something else. And this is not something that the generations before us ever thought of doing, but I think that the power of the internet has also allowed for it, right? Yeah. Because think about before the internet, if you wanted to quit your job and find another one, well, it wasn't going to be on the internet because the internet wasn't around. And then also how hard would it have been to look in the classified ads or walk around or just know somebody who had an opening at their place Mm -hmm. of work it was a lot harder to change jobs and nowadays it's so easy yeah you just hop on (laughs) indeed or (laughs) you know all those places that linkedin you can you can go anywhere and find all these openings virtual or in person Yeah. And it's so much easier to find what you feel is a better fit for you. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be that we're talking about work.
1: Yeah, I think the same can be said for some of the societal expectations. Like we think of to clarify, Jesse and I are both Midwesterners, so when mm-hmm. we say things like this, we mean this from a very Midwestern perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like, and my husband and I were talking about that. We think about the things that like our parents did growing up to socialize because we were talking about like, we don't really have anybody around here. We hang out with a whole lot. And I was like, yeah, because you don't go to bowling bowling club or the VFW mm-hmm. and I don't go to bingo or knitting club or whatever. But but like when our parents like that was what you did, because that's what was there. Like whether you like bowling or not, if you want to have friends, you go do (laughs) bowling.
0: I'm just like cracking up because you just named my parents to the T. They go to the VFW. (laughs) They go bowling.
1: (laughs) My parents were never huge with bowling. But yeah, like I said, it's a very Midwestern trope type thing. But yeah, it's just if you wanted to have friends that's what you do whether you liked it or not but now we have the internet we can have friends we can meet with people you know on zoom or meet up with people from other parts of the state that we wouldn't have known about if it weren't for the internet to do things that we enjoy and so there is no you know I have to do I can't quit bowling because then I won't have any friends like there's more opportunities
0: yeah if you're enjoying this candid chat you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash moms. Now, back to the show. And speaking of, by the time this comes out, you guys, Angela and I would have met in person. Yes. I'm so oh excited. Gosh. So we, so excited. we are – see, and that's the thing is like I, I'm sitting here like <sighs> Angela is – like my business partner she is one of my absolute best friends in this entire world and I've never even like hugged her
1: yes I am so excited I can't wait
0: (laughs) so we're taking a trip and we're making a pit stop where Angela lives and I'm so excited to spend the day with her and her family and that's one of the reasons we're recording a whole bunch of episodes early is so that we can you know both take vacations this summer and I'm so excited that she is on our list
1: Yes, I'm so excited. Too. That was all Jesse. Jesse was like, "I'm coming to see you." This is happening. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm like, "What are you doing this day?" I am showing up on your doorstep.
1: Yes, and I'm so excited about that. Um, my kids are not as excited. They're excited to meet Jesse. They are not as excited about the panic cleaning that they know is going to happen. Um, <laughs> even you should see my house right now. Could. You
0: don't even need to clean. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it's it's going to be exciting, and we'll definitely share some
0: pictures. Oh, for sure. And but that's the idea is like 30 years ago, our friendship was would not have been possible. So it made me also think, like, what is it going to be like for our kids towards the end of their life or our grandkids? Like, I just it it would be kind of cool, like, at the end of your life to just like Mm -hmm. get this glimpse of what everything's going to be like. I thought I think that'd be super cool. But I also think like, okay, so someone born in the late 1800s where, you know, during their lifetime, they were just getting cars and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, boom to today, it's like not fathomable.
1: Yes. Yeah. My oldest asks me a lot about like, did you have this when you were a kid? Or how did you do this when you were a kid? Like, I don't know how many times I've had to explain to her that we didn't have the internet when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) we didn't have kindles or tablets like if i wanted books i had to go get google
0: we had had
1: had no no pinterest britannica (laughs) how
0: did how did you get recipes if you didn't have pinterest well there's this thing called a cookbook
1: i would say you collected all the cookbooks my mom had an entire like one of those real thick kitchen drawers that's like a foot deep like a Mm -hmm. whole one of those full of cookbooks
0: oh yeah oh yeah I've still got tons of cookbooks. Yeah, I do too. But the thing is, is how often do I actually open them? Never. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So speaking of those cookbooks. Yes. This can go into this category too. You got to sit there and think, is what I'm currently doing serving me? Mm -hmm. And again, just the idea that we can do whatever we want in life go in dir- you know, different directions, we talk a lot about planning. In fact, next week we're going to hit Q3 planning. All oh, right. Wow. wow. But it, it's like, okay, well, think about in the whole scope of things, the life you want to lead, who you want to be, the goals you have for yourself in your life is what you're currently doing serving that purpose. Yeah, and if and- you are religious, you got to ask yourself are you doing what God is calling you to do?
1: Yeah. And I think a good example of that for me was when I shifted my business toward the end of 2019, moving into 2020. I decided to move away from retainer clients and move to- more toward just website builds. And it was really, really scary. <laughs> because retainer clients are recurring income. It's kind of a more guaranteed income, but I knew that I was not enjoying it as much. I still do have some retainer clients, but I wasn't enjoying that being the main focus of my business anymore. And I felt like because I wasn't enjoying it, I wasn't serving my clients as well as I could. And so I made the decision to kind of move away from that model and move into more of a project based model. And it really, really, really worked out for my business because it was, I enjoyed it a lot more, I had more opportunities. I could say yes to more things because I didn't have X number of retainer hours of clients that I was obligated to do in a month. Mm -hmm. So I could take on a bigger project if I wanted to, or I could take less projects and have kind of a slower month. And so that I think was a really good example of kind of the power of calling it quits where I had to be like, you know what, this is just not working for me right now. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say I won't ever Shift back toward retainer clients. It's just that for right now, that was not serving me.
0: Yeah. And that also kind of brings up a good point of also when you leave that spot, that leaves an opening for somebody else to flourish. So just being able to say, you know what, this doesn't have to be me, I'm going to let it be somebody else. And allow them to step into that spot and shine and grow and learn. Because at their point in life, maybe they are ready for that. Or maybe that is their calling. Or maybe that is their passion. And you being in doing whatever it is miserable is holding that spot away from somebody else who's meant to be doing it. Yeah. It reminds me of recently I binge watched all seasons of Downton Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) And there is a spot where there's this guy who's kind of rendering his his uh, I don't I see I binge watched and now I can't even remember the terms his valet yeah like useless so the guy this valet is or valet whatever valet, valet is I it, it's in it's British so they say valet anyway they're sitting there. And this valet guy is just standing there like, can I help you? And the guy's like, no, I got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like doing it all himself. And this poor valet is just standing there like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm useless. Well, the guy was having a conversation with another one because he, he's like, maybe I should let the valet go. I don't really need him. And the guy he was talking to was like, okay, but that – have you ever considered that being a valet brings that guy joy? Like, that's the opportunity he's been waiting for. And you're not letting him do his job. You're not letting him feel useful. You're standing in his way, basically. And he's like, okay. So the next time this guy was with his valet, he asked for help, even though he could mm-hmm. easily do what whatever, putting on right. his jacket by himself. Right. He allowed the valet to help him, and their relationship got so much better. And the valet's mood lifted because he was finally able to – feel useful and be able to feel like he's doing his job so that stuck with me obviously through (laughs) all those seasons that moment stuck with me because it was like wow are are there moments in life where you are stepping in somebody else's way when really you should just let them help you because that's what's going to bring them joy
1: yeah, and I think that kind of goes to the idea of delegating, which also goes along with the calling it quits. Like especially in your business, there are things that you can delegate, you can quit doing mm-hmm. that will allow someone else to shine or allow you to do more and better things in your business, allow you to shift your focus to more like income producing type things. And that's really important to remember because a lot of people have a hard time delegating. They feel like, no, I have Mm -hmm. to do all the things. Mm -hmm. But you don't. You can quit doing some of the things, let someone else do it, somebody that actually enjoys doing that stuff, Mm -hmm. and then you focus on the parts you enjoy and watch your business just fly. (laughs) I like that little hand
0: gesture you did. She's like reaching for the sky.
1: (laughs) Everyone needs to feel useful.
0: There we go. Absolutely. So, but it also reminds me of like at home too. Um, when I decided that we weren't going to do dishes all the time or I wasn't going to do laundry all the time because instead I was leaving space to do more things with my family, that was a choice. So today, for example, <laughs> is one of those days where – everything the house feels like a wreck Um, the dishes are piling up I was telling Angela earlier I'm on like my last coffee cup so you know we need to do dishes and uh, like the clothes are overflowing and I don't regret it because the last few days have been awesome with my family we've done so much as a family the kids are completely worn out I mean, we're recording this, let's see, it's 7.30, the kids are still out, like they are sleeping like a lot, la- usually they're awake by this time, nope, not this morning, <laughs> <laughs> they're out, <laughs> and I feel good about it, even though I've got tons of chores to do, I'm not stressed out because it was a decision Yes, to say no to that, to allow for yes and, and do something else with my family.
1: Yeah. We do similar things. And I know I've talked about before, like I quit serving lunch over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was a choice that I made. I quit serving lunch because the kids weren't eating it. They wanted snacks all day anyway. I have three kids. They never wanted lunch at the same time. So sitting down and saying lunch is at 1230 just didn't really work out. Yeah. And I was having to stop what I was doing, make the lunch, monitor the lunch, clean up after the lunch, yeah. get everything put away, and then go back. And I was losing out on work time that I then had to make up at the end of the day, which was pushing dinner back, which is fine in the summer, but not so great in the winter. So I made the decision to quit serving like a structured lunch if my kids need you know, grilled cheese sandwich, they can come get me, but for the most part, they snack all day and that makes my workday, it doesn't actually make the hours I work shorter, but it makes the workday shorter and I can spend more time with them in the evenings and play outside with them and things like that. So that was one of the things that we did to kind of improve things. I quit lunch so that we Mm -hmm. could have more time together in the evenings.
0: I like that. So, our just general spiel for you today is consider the things in your life that are not serving you, and you may be a little scared to call it quits because you feel like you're quitting
1: mm-hmm.
0: but rephrase that is is it really quitting, or is it just allowing an end to come to a certain part of your life or season in your life because you're ready to enter a new season and say yes to different opportunities. Mm -hmm.
1: And it can be big or little things like Jesse and I have talked about from restructuring the way your business works to quitting a club that you're a part of to Mm -hmm. deciding I'm going to quit doing laundry every day and start doing it on the weekends.
0: So your challenge this week is to consider just think i just want you to reflect reflect on what's going on in your life are all parts serving you and is there anything that you might need to let go to allow for you to start something new
1: thank you for joining us today we're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time
0: If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together.
1: And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect.
0: Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon.